0: Welcome to Coffee and Bullshit, episode number 30. I'm going to have a guest on that I've only met once in my whole life. Her name is Laura. She's exciting. Sit back and enjoy Coffee and Bullshit. fair. Is it fair to say that I'm loud naturally?
1: Yeah I mean that's you're just owning it.
0: I kind of have to be though because you know like as a DJ and the master of ceremonies you have to be able to grab attention. Mm Mm-hmm. And did you know that it's scientifically proven that if you talk quieter people listen with more intent? Ooh. Yeah but you have to be able to grab the attention in a like a public setting where people are on their phones, they're talking, you know, they're doing this and that and the other thing, and it's kind of like, hey! <laughs> By the way, welcome to the podcast, we're recording.
1: <laughs> I figured as much. Did you figure? Yep, yep, I saw the switch, you Did, went into mode. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. okay,
0: so th- this is really entertaining to me because we've met in entirety now of
1: twice. Yep.
0: And you've already picked up on that I have a gear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, A, I'm friends with other DJs, sure. and B, I work in the entertainment industry. So
0: You do. Let's get into that a little bit. Perfect. So here's the thing I want you to know before we go too far into the podcasting, which we're doing, um, we're pretty much balls deep into podcasting, but I don't normally give last names of my guests, so, you know keep it cool and easy and yeah so if you want to that's fine i just don't um that's but i'm fair. gonna introduce you as my new best friend laura
1: yay <laughs> i am a best friend oh my goodness we're besties
0: um also good morning
1: good morning
0: my, i'm gonna make have my second cup of coffee and beautiful um, i just ate i literally woke up and put together that little entertainment center behind you well done and i i it was like 9 like, 36 i better eat <laughs>
1: I have not been that accomplished this morning.
0: I got Did you just get up? I mean No, I didn't eat, no.
1: Right? I well, okay, I accomplished eating, but Good beyond job. that, yeah. Okay. I woke up at 7. Did I do much with my life? No. But you ate. But I ate okay. and I showered. And you came here, and I I got all the way here. Once you get home, you can go right to bed. It's beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so I know a little bit about you, not a whole lot, but mm-hmm. let's let's just jump right in, um, and I'll just ask some basic questions, and you can give me basic or in depth an- answers, what, whatever is clever. Beautiful, I can, I can roll with that. Also, don't I don't do any post production, so swears are going to be heard. And I don't care. I swear. Beautiful. I Good swear, to like, know ahead of time. Song, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where, where were you born?
1: I was born here in Medford. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. It's rare that I hear that.
1: Oh, really? Excuse
0: me, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's rare that I actually get like a, a local, you know, been here, born here. I moved here. Okay. So I'm a transplant. I'm um,
1: born here, but I keep transplanting elsewhere and then coming back.
0: It's a magnet here.
1: It really is. It's so weird. hmm
0: Okay, so where else have you lived?
1: Um, all over Oregon. Lived in the Bend area, lived over on the coast, a little closer into Eugene, multiple places in each of those areas, and then all over Southern Oregon.
0: Where in in the Bend area did you live?
1: I lived in Bend, Redmond, and Terrebonne.
0: My dad lives in Crooked River Ranch.
1: Ooh, I know the name, but I was pretty young when I lived there. So so
0: when you get out of Terrebonne, just barely, mm-hmm. there's a big ranch on the left that's all now like people living on it. You know, like they've built houses. It's not quite developed. Okay. You know, meaning it's not like the same homes in like a neighborhood, right? Exactly. It's not track homes. It's, you know, individual homes and they've bought this plot and... Anyway, so yeah, it's just it's just just barely outside of Tarabon. Oh wow. So right before you go over the bridge, um, where the I think that's the Crooked River, right? Or is that Deschutes?
1: I don't remember.
0: Okay, so one of those two rivers goes right past It might be Crooked River cuz that's the name of the place, Crooked River. It would river make Ranch. sense. So, you know, um, you go up toward Madras and then there's that giant like canyon where the river is. Uh-huh. And right before that is Crooked River Ranch. Okay. So once you get, once you get through Terrebonne, like the main part, which is two blocks.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: And um, there's that grocery store on the right mm-hmm. as you're headed north on 97. Two streets later is the entryway to Crooked River Ranch. Okay. Kind of down that little hill, and then it goes right back up a little hill. But anyway, okay, cool. So, yeah. So I've lived here, Ashland, in Portland in my tenure here in Oregon.
1: Oh, okay. But you've lived outside the state as well. Oh,
0: yeah. I've lived in eight states. I've traveled.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. A I've lot.
1: been to multiple states, but never lived in another state.
0: Okay. Random, slightly r- related question. Okay. Where have you visited that you're like, I could totally
1: live here? Ooh. <clears throat> you know... It seems odd because my initial idea of Idaho was very flat and very dry for some reason. But I've been up into the Coeur d'Alene area Mm. and it is just gorgeous. Yeah. So beautiful. Granted, it gets really cold. Really cold. And that's not my cup of tea. (laughs) So I don't know that I'd end up living there, but it is just
0: beautiful. Yeah, I've got some friends up in that area. Um, I've been through Idaho a few times. But mostly on the, like, kind of the southern end, Boise, over to Pocatello. Um, Last year, I drove from here to Kansas City, where I'm from. Oh, my goodness. And on the way, stopped in Nebraska, where my dad was born, and visited my grandfather. And then I DJed a wedding in Lincoln for my cousins. Oh, fun. And then rolled into Kansas City and did baseball and stuff. And then shot home. But we stayed, I stayed in the Tetons on the way home, which is amazing.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Well, you're not in the Tetons, but you're at the park.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. You're not
0: staying in the Tetons. It's, it's a it's winter there 24-7. All right, so it, which, which Medford school, high school, did you attend?
1: I was homeschooled. Okay. So, yeah, I took a semester of high school when we lived over on the coast. Okay. Um, but otherwise, it's all been at home, did my GED here at RCC, and huh. never so looked back.
0: To, as a homeschool kid, you had to get a GED?
1: There there are multiple ways to do it, okay. but because of you know the routes that we went, that was the easiest.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I went to five high schools.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> it We're was hard like the enough.
0: Opposite. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although I will say this, I have moved twenty-five to thirty times in my life. And that was before I moved out of the house. Hmm.
0: How many times have you moved since you moved out of the house?
1: Mm, one, two, three, four.
0: How long ago have you, were you launched?
1: Um, I moved out when I was 21. Okay. Um, I was in school so for part here. of that. So, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> we're not getting that personal. It's
0: really funny though. <laughs> it on you a little bit.
1: It's all good. Okay. I can totally handle it.
0: Can you handle it? Yeah.
1: It's after 10 o'clock. I think we're good.
0: Okay. I'm giving you a mean mug.
1: Ooh, why?
0: I don't know. I'm just doing it.
1: Okay. You're going to see how I react? Yeah. Because I just want to
0: laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very mean looking. I'm like a slightly angry Santa when I give that face. Yeah, like, pretty hard much. to be like, oh, he's mad because he's Santa. <laughs> that was why last year, uh, at this time, I was at Kaleidoscope Pizza with friends. Oh, Kaleidoscope's not a sponsor. Um, I don't have to say that, but I do like to say not a sponsor, because if they're listening, maybe they want to. Anyway,
1: Ooh, very fair.
0: Um, I said something smart ass to the server, duh, and he goes, <laughs> Whatever, Santa. And I went home and shaved my entire beard and it was like <laughs> as big as David's. <laughs> oh my god. I was so mad at him, and I was wearing this shirt. <laughs> <gasps> oh. I remember it's probably because it was, you know, all this red and white. And my beard is also Mm -hmm. mostly white, but with some red hints in there still. Last year, though, was probably a little more red. I'm getting older. Okay, so you went to, did you go to SOU or RCC SOU, or how did you get your education?
1: Um, I went to SOU, or excuse me, RCC for my GED, and then um, I attended a Bible college overseas for two years.
0: I assumed Okay. You see what I did there? I totally assumed that you just went to college here.
1: Yeah, I I, I caught that. It's okay. all good.
0: All right, good. You forgive me. I won't edit that part out. Let's keep rolling. with Okay, it. great. So, what was that like? Where were you for that for Bible school? Uh, hungry. No kidding. I'm yeah. hungry right now.
1: Same. <laughs> That's nothing new. I'm always hungry. Well,
0: so am I. I'm chubby. <laughs> uh, how long was that for?
1: Um, so two years on and off. I came home for a year between. Okay. Um, approximately like ten months. Stints. Okay. Um. But yeah, I roomed and went to school with people from all over the world. <coughs> uh, met people from China and Croatia mm. and um, Romania and Germany, and then there in Hungary, heard multiple different languages. All the classes were in English. Okay. But uh, yeah, incredible experience. Got to visit a couple of other countries and. Huh. Learn different cultures.
0: Yeah. What did you, what did you visit?
1: Um, Romania. I spent a day in Serbia. Uh, I have been through Slovakia, spent Hmm. some time in Poland. Okay. Um, and then apart from my time in school, I've been to Russia, Jamaica, England, Scotland, and I, and Canada.
0: Oh, Canada. And
1: Mexico. Well, you know.
0: (laughs) I have been to Canada. That's my international travel right there. (laughs) The closest I've ever been to Hungary is Baltimore.
1: (laughs) Hey, that's getting somewhere.
0: (laughs) I I say that, and the closest I've been to Hawaii is flying over the Catalina Island. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) When you leave LAX, like when we did one time, we flew. It's because it's right off the the shore of Californians. But, okay, cool. Well, that's interesting. What what did you think your favorite, like, what what was your favorite country that you visited? like Which one was like, wow, this is great?
1: I love Scotland. I was going to say, it's, I'd
0: love to go there.
1: It's so beautiful. Is and it the, very green? Yes. It's very green. It's very cold, mm. again. Um, but the people are amazing. Huh. I had so many just neat interactions with people. Okay. Um Great conversations, or people that went out of their way hmm. to, you know, help me get where I needed to be. Or I had people who literally could see on my face that I was lost and trying to figure out what I was doing, and oh. who would stop and ask if they could help.
0: Oh goodness, mm-hmm. that's a hug.
1: That is very much so.
0: Super huggy. Yeah, I hear Ireland is a lot like that too.
1: I I have too. I didn't make it over there, you but were I'd this like to. Close. I know. I know. It's
0: like, going, it's like coming here and not going to Crater Lake. You got to go.
1: Confession, I've never been to Crater Lake.
0: What? <laughs> what are we doing this for? Let's go right now. Uh, yes. I have a haircut appointment at 1130, though, so I, we have to be right back.
1: Oh shoot! That that's that's pretty quick.
0: You, don't you see the irony? Irony of the fact that I have no hair. I mean, did you have you seen me without my hat on?
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I see you're wearing a hat right now though, so Fair it enough. just did not. But it could have been a beard trim. It
0: is. It's exactly a beard trim. Okay. Yeah, so there you I go. want to get it professionally done a couple of times. It's like I have. Uh, I got. I got somebody that does the house for me, so I have someone who's going to do my beard for me, so I don't have to do much. Just show up and pay him. Perfect. It's a great life I live. It's
1: the way I like it.
0: My stepmom who li- lives in Terrebonne was texting me this morning, we haven't been to your house in over a year. Huh. They were just here too. They were visiting like two weeks ago. They, were, they stay out at uh, Valley <gasps> of the Rogue Park. Oh my goodness. But they didn't come over to my house. I told her it was because I had strippers living here.
1: <gasps> <laughs> she said male
0: or female. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> well, I now you know how to get her over here.
0: Yeah. Yep. I well, They just got to show up. Mm, true. Do your folks live here?
1: Uh my yeah, my mom and my brother live in the area.
0: How old is your brother?
1: He is seventeen. Oh, he's
0: a kiddo. He's
1: a little baby. He's
0: just a little babe. (laughs) That's cool. And then okay, now we can transition into your professional life. Ooh.
1: Oh, I sound so official.
0: I like that I did that little dramatic intro to that, because it's it's theater.
1: It it is. It's very dramatic. We try and keep the drama on the stage, but it doesn't always happen.
0: (laughs) Tell the people, all 30 of my subscribers, where you work.
1: Beautiful. So currently I've been working at the Oregon Cabaret Theater.
0: Not a sponsor.
1: Exactly. Just kidding.
0: I'm kidding. Keep going. (laughs)
1: Terrible. Uh, I'm a freelance stage manager. So Mm -hmm. where I get the work is basically all around the valley. Okay. Um, but I'm working into more of a professional market, which may mean I will be exploring outside of the Rogue Valley. What? I know. What would you do? I'm not sure. Have Probably you ever been come
0: to back Act down in San Francisco. Have you been to that theater?
1: I have not. I've heard beautiful things about it, though.
0: It used to be a porn house.
1: You're kidding. Yeah,
0: like I don't know how many years ago, <laughs> but it was some kind of porn house, and they somebody bought it and made it back into the theater that it used to be.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: And um, were you in the valley when "The Unfortunates" was a play at Shakespeare Festival? Not a sponsor,
1: I believe. So I didn't end up seeing it, but oh I remember God. hearing about it.
0: I, you gotta, we gotta, you gotta leave. I'm sorry, you have to leave my house now. Oh, you were shoot. living here, and that was, uh, and that was on stage, and you didn't go see it. I'm, <laughs> I'm sad for you. I'm sorry. I, you're making? I hope you make better life choices. <laughs> Anyway, they, they took that play to act from there, oh, from Shakespeare. They took it to act. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty cool. Oh, man. How yeah. long have you done that?
1: Stage management? Yeah. Um, about, it's coming up on four years now. Okay.
0: Yep, started it. What is it. your favorite part?
1: Oh, my favorite part.
0: I interrupted your thought. I'm so sorry. No, sad.
1: it's totally okay. I like to ramble about myself, so Keep it's probably a good it. idea. Go,
0: and ramble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part, there's a couple things. Um, I love getting to meet a ton of new people, Mm. um, especially the farther up you go, you begin to meet people from who are out of state, um, you know, and all over the country. Okay. So, you know, you, you're not, you're no longer limited to the people here in the Valley, Mm. um, which has been really neat. Sure. Um, and to get to work with people who this is their career, it's no longer a hobby. This is, this is what they do Hmm. for life. Um, has been really neat. Um, I'm also extremely organized, and it's a great way to exercise my OCD.
0: <laughs> so, okay, tell me, what is the role of a stage manager? What is? What do you do?
1: The stage manager is kind of the hub of a production. Okay. You have your director who's got the vision, and they're the ones sort of leading the charge as to what the show is going to look like and the themes and the direction. Okay. But as a stage manager, you're there to put all the pieces together. You're taking notes and you're connecting the designers and you're making sure that what the director is wanting is getting done by all of the various groups, the costumer, the set designer, the lighting designer, the sound designer. Wow. Um, you're running rehearsals, so you're making sure that everybody's staying on track and you're taking notes as you go. You're you're logging all of the movement on stage. Um, you're logging all of the props where they start, where they end. Um, once the show opens, you're running sound, you're running lights, you're running mics. Um, oftentimes, if it's a musical, you're running the music as well, what? just via tracks. Huh. Um, if you have a good ASM, then it makes it a lot easier. Mm. Um, I've been able to be that person. I've been assistant stage managing at Cabaret. Okay. And so basically, I'm there to support the SM.
0: Huh. Okay. Wild. Yeah. You could have just said, I'm a facilitator.
1: (laughs) But it's so much less fun and it makes me sound so less cool.
0: I'm a facilitator, drops the mic and leaves the room. We don't want that. I don't want that on the podcast. I want the long get into the meats and potatoes of what you do. I like that. Oh, good. I'm just flicking you shit.
1: (laughs) I'm catching it over here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. So um, what got you into that?
1: Um I had worked on some small productions um with a local church and a friend of mine and ended up being one of the few adults involved. Okay. So I kind of automatically ended up in a assistant director, stage manager role. Mm. Um started really enjoying doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also in the production, so I was acting some as well. Um but funny story how it all kind of came about. I was supposed to audition for a show locally ended up missing the audition and then in communication with the artistic director had just mentioned in passing that I was interested in stage management Hmm. and he came back with well hey we've got a show coming up in a couple months that needs one what do you think huh and uh, so after a little bit of email communication I called up my friend who's a great mentor as far as theater goes and went what the heck did I just get myself (laughs) into
0: and what did that person say in response?
1: Um, obviously, she's very supportive, but she just gave me a rundown. She knew some of the people I'd be working with, okay. so she kind of gave me a heads up on, you know, personalities character. and how they work. And yeah. yeah. Um, I imagine
0: that you're managing character a lot. Yeah. I imagine that that's a real big piece because, you know, working in radio, as long as I did, you, you're working with character. Mm-hmm. It's creatives, you know, and, and they are bigger than life.
1: Yep, pretty much.
0: It's kind of great. And they there's like a gravitation to people like that.
1: Oh, yeah. They're so much fun to be around.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Definitely. But you run into a few egos here and there. Absolutely. And uh, when you're working with adults, you have to treat them like children without letting them know you're treating them like children. Oh,
0: totally. I can imagine that <laughs> that's a piece of that. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, that's basically radio, you know.
1: Oh gosh.
0: When w- before I started in radio, I was like I'll never do radio. Those people are so fake. And it's uh, it's kind of great because they're not. Right? Like there's a sweetness to the people that I worked with. Oh. You have to sort of be guarded. And I was thinking about this um I was talking with my Have you met Derek Cole before?
1: I know the name. I think I'd probably recognize the face, probably but probably I don't know Facebook-y. that we've officially, yeah. yeah.
0: So Derek and Ooh. I were talking about social media. And what it's like to be a radio personality in this day and age with social media being so, there's so much availability, you know, you're so, um, easy to get in touch with because of social media, right? Mm -hmm. So anyone, and I, I I don't know how Jim, I'm interested because I know Jim and I, and we've been working a lot together lately and, um... I'm going to have him on the podcast one day. Nice. But I kind of want I'm curious and that that's another thing to parking lot like leave it over there for that podcast but like how do you manage so much accessibility in this day and age as a giant personality, you know? I have close to 4,000 connections on Facebook and I've I've not met maybe two. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean because I I mean think about it. I went to five high schools, right? Yeah. And um t- Two of them are here. Two of them are in Colorado. Uh, the first school that I went to in Colorado, I was there from the fourth grade until the middle of my junior year. And I know so many people from that high school or oh, those wow. years. Yeah. And then the friends in Kansas City, I don't know even how to find them. You know, like I've got the, the group I graduated with, I was not very close to. I had like four friends. Oh. And Two of them were my prom dates, <laughs> and they knew. You know, like they picked me up for the prom in a limo. It was great. Wait, you had
1: two dates to I the had prom.
0: Three dates to the prom.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: I did. Yeah, I was the new kid in school.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so everybody so wanted a piece. They were like, "Hey,
0: you, you look like Ma- Michael Anthony Hall a little bit. Why don't you be my prom date? Or us, our prom dates? Is kind of how it went.
1: Nice. I was like."
0: I don't look anything like that guy, but okay, I'll go with three women.
1: You'll roll with it.
0: I danced so much that night; my feet still hurt.
1: Oh my! <laughs> it's almost thirty
0: <laughs> years ago. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, you you know you manage a lot of character, I imagine. Very much, so. and that do you feel like that kind of stuff might grow you up too much so too soon? Uh, Are you able to like tap into you know kind of still being on the younger side? where you're not like, oh my gosh, adulting is so overwhelming with, because let me tell you, being in the working, I don't, I'm not trying to assume your age, but being in the working force as long as I have, I'm like done. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. "Ah, it's so hard to go to work. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a DJ. That's it. That's my job skill. (laughs) I do sales. (laughs) <laughs> right my day job yeah but is there are you are you able to manage because it feels to me like you're doing like this giant job is it overwhelming
1: yeah there are definitely days where i just want to curl up in a ball and i'm done that's or, what coffee is for yeah or you just kind of hide behind the set and you pretend like nothing else is going on for a few minutes um a I'd lot of smoke it
0: a lot of marijuana <laughs> <though>. <laughs> like, so i don't kill anybody or myself That's what
1: chocolate is for. Oh, I like chocolate. Yes.
0: You didn't bring me any chocolate.
1: I'm sorry. Well, where's my chocolate?
0: Well, look, don't you, weren't you raised to take a small gift to the house that you're visiting as a guest?
1: I am the gift. Oh, (laughs)
0: my presence is your presence.
1: Exactly. I'm that same way. (laughs) I love it.
0: Um, You're welcome. I'm here.
1: Yes. The party can now start. <laughs>
0: and the party has arrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, and that's actually how my life is because I set up my gear and then boom. Yeah. Ready to party.
1: You really are the party. You bring I it. I am.
0: I kind of am. Have you been at a, a thing that Veach has DJed?
1: Oh, yeah. A couple of them.
0: Okay, because I've, here's the honest truth. <gasps> I've never been to a Veach gig.
1: Oh. Because I
0: gig like he does. Yeah, exactly. Every Friday, Saturday, and sometimes a Sunday. You know, I'm gigging just like that. Yep. So my opportunities, and he doesn't really do a whole lot of public work. Mm -mm. I might go to the vet run.
1: Ooh, when is that? That's coming
0: up real soon. I'm going to sign up for it. I might walk it because I'm not ready to run.
1: Mm, I hear you there.
0: Yeah, it's been a shitty summer for running. Yeah. I'm chronically asthmatic.
1: That doesn't help when the air is filled with smoke.
0: Yeah, and it's not the kind of chronic asthma that comes from smoking marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: shoot. (laughs) It's not even from some some good.
0: No, it's actually it's stupid. I got it in my thirties. Like I had lost seventy pounds playing I was playing football a lot. I was on a team. Uh Uh-huh. And you know, that means running sometimes. And I lost (laughs) all this weight and I was like, why do I feel like shit all of a sudden? Passing out. It was wild.
1: Oh, my goodness. So I haven't
0: passed out in years. I haven't lost any consciousness from asthma in years. But this is it, good. Asthma sucks. And I've had pneumonia five times.
1: Because of that?
0: Yes. Oy. It's all connected. So the last time I had asthma, I was in the hospital, and they thought I was going to have a heart attack.
1: Oh, my goodness. Because my lungs
0: weren't working hard enough, and my heart was overworking. Yeah. And it was very physical. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew something was different. I was like, oh man, my chest hurts so bad. Yeah. I got up at 2 a.m. and walked to the hospital because I lived right across the street from the Ashland Hospital. Okay. I just I woke up my son. I'm like, hey, got to go. I'm um, going to the hospital, wake up and go to school. <laughs> Set an alarm, wake up, go to school. And yeah. I'll see you later.
1: Yeah. Oh and my goodness. It
0: was the worst. <laughs> but anyhow, um, okay. Out of the states that you visited and spent a time in, mm-hmm. name a favorite.
1: A favorite state.
0: Or a city, a town. Okay, we talked a little bit about Idaho. Yeah. But maybe um, maybe something else. Is there another place that just sticks out like, wow, this place is great. This is cool. You know. You i have never been to Denver then because that would have been my first answer. Oh. Denver's a cool city.
1: You know, actually, Denver is a really cool city. I've only spent a few hours there. Mm. I've flown in. And I've stayed with friends in um, Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. So we've driven through Denver. We did a little bit of like sightseeing. Did they take you to um, Red Rocks? Yes.
0: Isn't it beautiful?
1: It is gorgeous.
0: So did you go also down in Colorado Springs? Did you go to the Garden of the Gods? I th- you would remember the Garden of the Gods. It's so pretty.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I guess I think I'm remembering Red Rocks and the Garden of Gods are the same thing. So I went to at least one of them.
0: Okay, Red Rocks is a music venue, an outdoor music venue.
1: Okay, no, so we went to Garden of the Gods, Gods. where there are little rocks that are red. Yeah,
0: formations. Yeah, okay, so Red Rocks is Denver area. Okay. Um, Garden of the Gods is down by Colorado Springs. I lived down by Colorado Springs. Gotcha. You know the Black Forest? Did you see that at all?
1: I don't think so. We spent quite a bit of time in this little, like, hippie town. Hmm. I can't remember what it was called, but it was so much fun.
0: Manitou Springs. Yep, that's the one. Right at the foothill, or right at the foot of Pikes Peak. Mm-hmm. Did you get up to the top?
1: No, we didn't.
0: It's amazing.
1: Is it beautiful? It's
0: amazing.
1: Oh, I believe it.
0: it so my childhood in Colorado included sitting at the breakfast table and and staring at Pikes Peak every morning. <gasps> just just staring. You it oh. was, it's it was 20, 25 miles to the west. we lived at 7000 feet on the prairie on the prairie with no trees
1: oh my goodness so
0: you're above the tree line there's trees just down the road but you're just above the tree line and pike's peak is like right there (whistles) every morning and it's it's just like a it looks it for me in my mind as a child it was like uh like dracula before he turns right like He's got like his cape on and his arms are slightly out, but that's what it looked like.
1: Oh,
0: that's every morning. I woke up with like Dracula.
1: <laughs> there he
0: is. I don't think I ever told my folks that. Yeah. But anyhow, so I lived there for about eight and a half years.
1: Oh, wow. Fort
0: Collins. I've lived in Fort Collins.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but Denver, Colorado is just breathtaking. If you go into the mountains, especially you, uh, Glenwood Springs is a beautiful hot Springs town. Okay. Everything is about mining. Gotcha. Every town is because of a mine, or more. You know, a couple of mines. Redville, yeah. You know, it's all. It's all about now. It's all snow skiing. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, where? Where on the east coast have you visited before?
1: I've only been to Florida. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I've. Hmm. It's kind of a bucket list thing. What town? I love. Um, darn it! I don't remember at the moment. I went for just a few days for a friend's wedding.
0: Hmm. Were you on the? Gulf side or the Atlantic Ocean side?
1: I believe the Atlantic Ocean side. Okay. Because mm-hmm.
0: they call that West or East Florida.
1: Okay, East that's East Coast fair.
0: or West Coast Florida. Mm-hmm. I've been to Boca Raton, which is right on the water
1: mm-hmm. of
0: the Atlantic Ocean, about 45 miles north of Miami. Okay. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is really pretty. I mean, sure. we went in January, so it was not super humid. It was really nice during the day. Got to walk the people beach. people wearing coats. <laughs> No, we actually had some like nice seventy seventy <laughs> something degree weather. So
0: I was there in November once, and it was eighty five.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: I don't think I could handle that. I like winter.
1: <gasps> oh, see, I I don't. Huh? I, don't, I can't stand being cold, but I get cold in like sixty degree weather. So I'm ready take much.
0: for t-shirts and shorts at sixty. I'm like, <laughs> it's good to be chubby for that reason. Like. <laughs> Oh, I'm not cold at all. No one else should be cold. I'm not cold.
1: Yeah, exactly. If I'm
0: not cold, you're not cold. That's how that goes.
1: Literally, I know where the stash of blankets are at my friends' houses because they almost always have the heat lower than I would.
0: <sighs>
1: so, <laughs>
0: that's so funny. That's
1: just the story of my life.
0: I will just wear a sweatshirt if I'm cold in my house and it's it's 58 in my house most days in the winter.
1: Oh my I might, goodness! I might
0: use the heat. Last year, I didn't turn on my heat for the entire month of December.
1: How in the world did you do that? I, had a, I have a fireplace. Okay, that's fair.
0: I'm gonna buy. I, I'm thinking of buying. Uh, thinking about buying a cord of wood, which I don't think I would get through in a winter. So I might split it up with somebody, maybe half cord or quarter cords. But yeah. Anyway, I love making a fire in the fireplace. Mm. It's real warm. It is. But it doesn't really reach my bedroom. Yeah. So it's cold in there, but, uh, you know, I've got a giant duvet, down comforter, um, and that is perfect. Nice. And one leg out, because I'll be hot. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's 58 degrees in my room, I'm hot under that thing. Yeah. It sucks, because I like that snuggly blanket issue.
1: It's mm-hmm. like, the,
0: I like to swaddle my, I'm a grown man that swaddles himself like a baby. <laughs> okay, now I got to get my arms in there. Anyway, um, okay. What's your? What would you th- think is the like your least favorite part of your job? What's the thing that's like
1: oh, I the don't least do that. favorite part? Yep. Line notes. What's that? So you get to a certain point in the rehearsal process when um, it's what we call off book. And that means all of the actors are no longer holding scripts. They've gotten to a point where they pretty much know what they're supposed to say.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I could do that.
1: (laughs) The memorization part? Yeah. It's a little terrifying at times. Retention is hard for me. Mm.
0: Information doesn't stick with me unless I'm repeating it constantly. So that would be the only way to do it.
1: Yeah. Which, I I mean, a lot of them, that's what they're doing. Okay. It's constant repetition. But you get to a certain point, and they may not be word perfect yet. Okay. In order to, you know, continue exploring their characters, they need the freedom of not having anything in front of them anymore. Yeah. And so it's the stage management's job to note where they're making mistakes and then give them those notes. So your your head is literally buried in the script as you're feverishly writing down where they're going wrong and what page numbers and why. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: And flipping through pages and trying to read as you're writing and... It's never been my favorite thing.
0: Huh. That's wild. I think I could do improv. <clears throat>
1: oh, you'd be fantastic at improv. I'd
0: probably kill it. Mm-hmm. I I host a, a bingo night at the nightclub that I DJ at in, here in Medford. It's called Voodoo Martini. Oh, fun. Not a sponsor. But they we do this bingo thing every Thursday, and I'm the host. Uh-huh. And last week, there was this young person hanging out right out front, because we have speakers out front, too. Oh, but nice. he wasn't old enough to come in.
1: <laughs> oh. He stood
0: there, and he was telling people, oh, they've got a comedian in there tonight. <laughs> oh my- okay so here's the thing i'm thinking i'm thinking about okay yeah i make i'm i'm making jokes right that's Uh kind of what i'm doing it's the beauty of of me with a microphone is i'll make jokes yeah and um then i'm calling bingo numbers so like what part of that kid's mind wasn't recognizing b1
1: well okay 70 so what generation is he from though because 20 ish yeah.
0: They probably don't know bingo. Probably not. But what part of your mind is not wrapping around the randomness of those numbers? <laughs> like, what is that about? Is that a punchline? Like, <laughs> this is weird. Like, he keeps saying 070 <laughs> in his stand up routine. But yeah, I guess he was standing outside listening to my jokes. <laughs> he was enjoying it. I had to laugh about that.
1: Oh, gosh. But
0: anyway, yeah, so there was a group of women in the bar. Um, they were there was one that was younger, like younger than me, probably not quite forty, and then everyone else was like mid sixties and a little bit older, probably. there was mm-hmm. one lady that i she had to be pushing eighty, and um real, real funny, and I immediately was making just all the innuendo jokes I could with <gasps> these old women,
1: oh my goodness, and
0: I named them after days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, you're my Monday girl. You're my Tuesday girl. And then throughout the night, I was like, hey, Thursday, you're a little wild. I'm going to need you to come down to about a five. You're at 11 right now.
1: Oh, my and goodness. It, it's
0: just all of that. And I guess that's that's what the kid was listening to is me just badgering these poor women. <laughs> and then at the end of the night, they tipped me like $30. Yes. It was so worth it. They're like, do you do this every week? Yep. Every every Thursday, and they're like, "Sweet, we'll be back." Bam! Just laid a bunch of money on me.
1: <gasps> nice. Well, I put it in
0: behind my belt loops or belt, like in my Ooh. which I affectionately call lust handles. Uh, <laughs> yes. I like to sexualize my chubby body part right here.
1: Why not? Lust handle. Yep.
0: Yep. Um. Anyway, so yeah. I'm wondering, maybe we should start an improv
1: group. Ooh. Yeah. What would we call ourselves? I don't know. You got to have something catchy. Well, okay, I'm
0: organizing something, and I have a catchy name for it. I'm organizing a, maybe Maybe you can help or be a part of it. <clears throat> I'm organizing a pillow fight. Like a okay. citywide pillow fight. So there will have to be all these moving parts of like, you know, checking the pillows that people bring to make sure they're not loaded with bricks or quarters, rocks or you know? yeah
1: exactly
0: and it's for um it's for childhood cancer there's a, a a company in town a nonprofit organization yeah that my friend operates called gamerosity uh-huh do you know? Have you heard of Gamerosity?
1: I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about it.
0: So what what he does is he he puts together money for uh, what's called a hero package for these children that are in the hospital fighting uh, cancer. Okay. Some don't make it. But yeah. Anyway, and that's the hardest part is that you, he gets really attached to these children.
1: Oh. He's
0: a childhood cancer survivor himself, oh, and wow. he's got like sixteen or seventeen years cancer free, maybe even a little longer. But anyhow, I started thinking, I was like, man, um, I want to do a citywide pillow fight.
1: That would be so much fun.
0: Pear Blossom Park behind Common Block Brewery. Yeah. And I'd I'd have my PA and it, I'd make announcements and do the leading of the party and whatever. But it would be like age groups and yeah. then like, um, you know, guys fighting guys, girls fighting. And then like the battle of the sexes, you know, like moving into all the, you know, just like... Making it as long as possible and still fun. Oh, yeah. But call it Pillow Fight Cancer.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. So these hero packages have like a stuffy of their, like, their, there's a superhero that they have as their logo.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's got a cape, you know, and it's like, you know, fighting cancer is you, you, when, you know, you're a hero. So they're they're a backpack and they have the, the hero guy or gal. I think they're embroidered now on these backpacks. And then in them is like a iPad or an Xbox or something to take their mind off of, you know, being oh, in the hospital. Wow! So, I, you know, the, the fundraiser would be all toward that. Any amount of money that we made would go 100% to the fundraiser or to the nonprofit.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: so, yeah, you should be involved in that. You should help with.
1: My facilitator brain is already like. Is it, am I triggering uh-huh. you with oh, all definitely. sorts of great ideas? I'm loving this. Sweet.
0: Yes. I don't know when I'm going to – I have to talk to the city. Yeah. And I'll have to get insurance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or either that or the sign-up sheet is a waiver form that says, you know –
1: We're not liable for – If you break
0: your face, you're an idiot. Sign this.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um. But, yeah, I'm working on that, and uh, I think it'll be fun.
1: I love it.
0: Do you think people would be into it? I think so I think with the power of social media I, I can get enough people to make a like a a one or two thousand dollar donation hopefully mm-hmm you know and then um, I, I think it's like a five dollar buy-in-hmm and maybe um, you know also accept donations outside of that five dollar you know exactly
1: buy-in. five dollar minimum but if you want to bring more or you have the opportunity to
0: bring us all your money and shut up about it yep pretty much Let's do that. I'm sneaky today. My I'm not I'm not as energetic as I usually am. That's okay. But I still have all the words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing that autopilot, yeah?
0: Oh my goodness, I'm exhausted.
1: Oh, I bet.
0: Although Friday I went to bed at six PM.
1: Oh my goodness. I
0: was like, screw this, I'm tapping out.
1: You're like, I'm done.
0: I'm done. It yeah, I
1: think I saw that on Facebook. I turned off my
0: phone and went to sleep. You were out. I woke up at eleven fifteen. I was like, oh I've had a full night's sleep.
1: 11.15 <gasps> the next morning?
0: No, at night.
1: Oh, at night. Yeah. I was like...
0: <laughs> it wasn't even the next day yet.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're like, okay, Oh, I'm
0: ready. But then I knew I'd be up until at least one this morning, so I went back to sleep and woke mm. up at four and podcasted with my buddy Derek at 5.30.
1: Nice. And then
0: I DJed two things.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. That's why I've never been to a beach event.
1: Yeah, because you guys are always doing stuff at the same time.
0: I want to call him one of each all the time.
1: Oh, what?
0: One of each. Like one of each. (laughs) (laughs) One of each.
1: (laughs) I like that. Can I be there when you call him that?
0: I think I've already done it, but I continually want to say that. Yeah. He should just go by that. Instead of DJ Veach, he should just be one of each. One of each.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But then you also hear want of each. And that could take on a whole new meaning.
0: Oh, that would be like a Tinder profile (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One of each, here's your chance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, hello, ladies. How are you? Fantastic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is Scottish background, by the way. Okay. Beach. Yep. Yep. Hmm.
0: Our, Our background is a lot. There's a lot in here in the Hinmans. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. It's a lot.
1: It's a lot. That's just all that's, of
0: them. All, everyone's white. <laughs> Everybody white is in my heritage. That's fair. It's so white, white people call me whitey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was from like when I worked in radio, the program director said that to me. He's like, dude, you're so white. Yeah.
1: And I'm assuming he was white he as was well. pretty
0: white, but not as white. I'm pale. Okay.
1: Like, pale. So, Felt like, son is not a, your friend. <laughs> This right here, uh huh.
0: This is my friend. The weather we're having right now. <laughs> I have a, I have, a, I am, I have the body for winter. Yeah. My body is a winter wonderland. <laughs> 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 Thank you, John Mayer.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, uh, that's those are some interesting images.
0: I have a question for you. Okay. What is Parson Brown?
1: Well. <laughs> It is a person whose last name is Brown, and he is a Parson.
0: Oh, okay, because, look, don't you know the Christmas song? Yeah. Is that really the answer?
1: I'm pretty sure.
0: Is it not a color, like brown? That pars- Is it Parson Brown, or is it just regular brown? Which no, one no, is no. it? No,
1: a Parson is like a, a man of the cloth. Oh. And that's his last name.
0: Oh, see, I'm not as churchy as you are. Sorry. I fail. It's all good. Are you okay? With- My sister doesn't want to come to the podcast because the name is Coffee and Bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm really okay with that. Sometimes you just got to own that there is bullshit.
0: So there. so much bullshit, <laughs> so much. She goes to the church that I call Fort God, and it's the Nazarene church down the road. It's uh, like that giant, you know.
1: It's, it's it is it's like on a hill, kind of like a fortress.
0: Yeah, the it's Fort God. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like,
1: ah,
0: ah. and it's there's like a beam right to heaven from the temple. Just <laughs> But, yeah, they go to that church. I went to a, a memorial service there for a young man, and um, my sister goes, I got you to my church, and it hasn't burnt down yet.
1: <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm,
0: I'm assuming that's a compliment? I suppose, yeah. Yes, yeah, you won't. One time when I worked in radio, we were talking before the show somewhere. I, don't, I can't remember the exact context of this whole story, but... Mm-hmm. I said, like, ass or hell or something. No, it was ass. I think it was ass. Like, don't uh-huh. be such an ass. Why are you cussing? And then I, I discovered that, um, well, words like ass and hell and damn are in the Bible. So they can't be swears. If they're in the Bible, it can't be a swear. It's not a swear. So I called my mom uh-huh. on the radio live. Oh, my and we goodness. we talked about it. <gasps> and then we made another call to my sister on the air. And she, <gasps> I was like excuse me I was all hey um, the words ass damn and hell are all in the Bible so they're not swears anymore I can say them and you can't be offended and she goes are we on the radio <laughs> <laughs> it was so good oh
1: Big sister or little sister? Big
0: sister. And then I have a little sister too. Oh
1: my goodness. My,
0: my big sister lives like not even a mile up the road. Okay. And my little sister lives nearly 800 miles down the road in Las oh. Vegas. But my mom lives. My mom lives in Vegas. Okay. And my little sister and her kids all live in Vegas.
1: Gotcha. And I have one
0: other nephew from my older sister who lives in Vegas. Gotcha. We all lived there at one point of our lives. Okay. Vegas was a move I made in 95.
1: To or from? To and from. Oh, okay. That was short-lived.
0: I hated it. I don't even like to visit Vegas. Oh. You can't get fresh produce in a town like that. You have to go 45 minutes to get to a Food for Less from where my mom lives. What? It's insane there. It's a food desert, literally.
1: So what do you eat? Shit. You eat
0: McDonald's. And there's like fast food everywhere, but no real grocery store because the crime rate's really high in North Las Vegas. So they shut down like oh Albertsons and stuff like that, which yeah. carries garbage anyway. You know, I hate I hate grocery shopping is a, a complete other topic for me.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You are very passionate about this. I, I
0: am. I should have a garden, but I don't. I'm a failure at life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's just called priorities.
0: Probably. I can still buy vegetables, but it's yeah, a lot will work. It is. I go to three different grocery stores to get what I want.
1: Interesting. Are you going for organic? Sometimes. Or where is it sourced from? Or like what's the criteria?
0: The criteria is quality. Okay. You know, like for example, I have been mostly vegetarian and a solid vegetarian for a year. Lately, I've been eating some meat. Okay. I'm not a fan of it. I can feel my joints start to hurt now.
1: Ooh. Because
0: meat has all all the hormones in it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And meat is a leading cause of inflammation issues for people, you know, over 40 and then, and, and beyond.
1: Gotcha. Because
0: inflammation is a problem in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s death. Um, so, you know, get ready. And Great. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. I have so excited chronic foot pain.
1: Oh. My
0: feet are always hurting. So, but anyhow, when I quit eating meat, an immediate change in my joints. Oh, wow. Immediate. My blood sugar also stopped dropping a lot. Mm-hmm. I was eating less more often, and you've got to know where to get your complete proteins. Otherwise, oh, yeah. you lose muscle. You cannot also get B12 from any veg- vegetables. You have to get it from meat.
1: Okay. So you have to
0: take that as a supplement if you're not eating meat. Makes sense. Now, the problem with that is, like, my favorite style of vegetables are chewies. I'm a... Dumbass for medicines and vitamins. <laughs> not good at it. So I have to put my vegetables. Or my vegetables. I have to put my vitamins where I have something I look at every day, which is my beard brush. So it's up in the thing where my beard <laughs> brush is. I <laughs> love oh, it's it. It's so bad. But, yeah, you can't get B12 from vegetables. So you also have to know where to get complete proteins, which is difficult in vegetables. There, there are proteins in vegetable
1: Yeah. Vegetables.
0: Just not enough and not complete. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when people, when you know vegetarians that are like what I call skinny fat because they've lost muscle,
1: Okay.
0: they're not getting p- complete protein. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So buying meat is a tricky thing because most grocery stores are carrying really shit quality meat. Yeah. Right. Like with all the hormones. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough thing. Um And then Fred Meyer is okay. It's an okay grocery store. I really like Cartwright's.
1: I have yet to get over there.
0: Oh, it's it's, it's expensive. Okay. But it's a really neat place, and it's locally owned, Mm -hmm. and everyone loves their jobs there. You know, you can just tell. That's huge. It's like an old-school market.
1: Oh. And then they
0: have a tap, like a bar. Uh Uh-huh. So if you drink beer... They have a giant selection of beer. Not a sponsor, by the way. They don't sponsor the podcast, but I love it there. And then there's the natural foods grocery store over by the old Big Y interchange mm-hmm. in, in North Medford, almost Center Point.
1: Yeah, those guys they are have, great.
0: They have great stuff there. Um, I just hate the lack of bags.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. See, I work. I've worked at co-ops. Oh okay. And so I'm pretty used to the whole like box thing. Yeah. Doesn't bother me too much.
0: I imagine that if that's what you do every time you shop, you just would get used to it. Mm-hmm. Our current problem is that actually it's not really a problem um, because it is the only thing we can actually recycle from our home is cardboard. Yeah. You know, milk jugs. Like I don't drink milk, so like, I'm never going to recycle milk jugs. Mm-hmm. You have to take glass jars like the spaghetti sauces. You have to take them to the dump.
1: Which is ridiculous in Medford now.
0: Well, it's nationwide. Our recycling in America was sold to China until this year.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: We sold all of it. And we as a society are not um, taking care of our recyclables, meaning we don't like wash off the food contaminant.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So China didn't want that anymore. You can't use it hmm. It's ineffective as a recyclable if it's got food contaminant and then they'd have to clean it. So they just stopped doing it. And I feel like as, as the leader of the country, the president should be like, yo, fucking take care of your garbage, America. Yep, Let's get it together because we don't use it. There's one, there's a dump in. Um, I want to say Salem or somewhere near maybe Albany
1: mm-hmm. that
0: can burn recyclables for green energy. Oh, that's the only one that I know of. And so I've done some research about recyclables. I'm getting ready to launch like my the next thing that I'm buying is not DJ gear. It's going to be a 3D printer, a plastic extruder and a plastic grinder. So I'm going to take my recyclables, grind it up, Mm -hmm. extrude it into a filament and then print with it and make things. Yeah. You know, bowls, jars, you know, coffee mugs, flatware, make mm-hmm. usable things and just give it to people.
1: I love it.
0: Or sell it super cheap for my time. Yeah. Whatever. I exactly. don't really care. I'm I'm seeing it as a hobby and an opportunity that won't make any fucking difference to <laughs> the problems that we have with recycling, but I'll feel okay.
1: <laughs> but you know that you're doing something.
0: Well, and and it's funny that in a state that is, you know, uh, mostly liberal, there isn't a recyclable place. There isn't a place that we can actually take the compostable recyclables because you have to hit a certain temperature for that to break down. Yeah. So you go to Noble Coffee, not a sponsor, and you get the echo container from them. Mm -hmm. It's compostable, but it's absolutely garbage because we cannot compost it. As a, as a as a town, there's nowhere in this area that can do that has the right,
1: yeah, the gear right setup,
0: the right setup for the temperature you need to break that down.
1: So you'd have to make the choice to do it personally, because a lot of people locally have their own, you know, compost that they use for personal gardens and such.
0: Sure, and you have to work it. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to stir it. You've got to add things to it. You know, it's great for, like, I, I have a little compost out back for the vegetable trimmings. hmm And I throw it right out in my yard. You know, like, just, boom, take it over there. Yeah. It's right in the corner. It's great. My nice. my, my backyard needs a little love, but uh, <laughs> I love my backyard. I love my front yard. It's getting a little more attention. You probably saw the re, the stuff I was pulling out of the side yard.
1: Yep. It's that time of year. <sighs>
0: It's a problem because I work too much. <laughs> My <laughs> landlord came over and she's like, "Hey, uh, the yard." I'm like, "Oh yeah." That's <laughs> a thing. <laughs> well, I have to take care of that, don't I? <laughs> so, um, cool. What do you do? You live in Medford, Ashland?
1: Yeah, I live in Medford. I'm actually like ten minutes away. No kidding. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
0: I love this part of town.
1: It it's actually really pretty.
0: It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And this road, you passed it a million times, I bet, and didn't know it was here, huh? The road that I live on.
1: Um, yes and no. My um my family used to live up on I think it's that direction ish, um, Groveland. Okay. And so I know the general area. Sure. Um, but it's been years. But yeah, not this particular.
0: It's a funny road, you know. Uh-huh. Like I'm in between East Main and Hillcrest, and people drive by it. I have a friend that came over the other day. He's like, "Dude, I just I drove right by your road." <laughs> Turn around and like. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, and I was using Google Maps. You know, like <laughs> I was using maps. so. Oh no! Yeah, it's funny um, because this road wasn't; it didn't go all the way through. Oh, so up at the top there's a sweet little playground and a park. Oh, called Rural Park. Yeah, I know the park. Totally right there on Modoc, but uh-huh. now it's all all the way punched through.
1: Oh, nice! But it wasn't for a
0: while. It wasn't for a while, and I think he might have been coming from back over behind me, and that's that. that puts the road in a weird, I don't know what he did, but whatever. He he got lost coming to my tiny little street that's like in the middle of a bunch of traffic. Yeah. (laughs) You know, all the traffic happens around me in this sweet little house, which I'm planning on buying. I'm going to buy this place.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. I don't want
0: to move. I've got it set up. Yeah. Minus the cardboard in the corner.
1: Well, I think we all have a spot like that in our house, right?
0: Look, it's all DJ gear that I recently purchased, and I'm like, well, I'll keep the boxes for a while, and then I'll break them down. And I have so, I have more in the garage. I can't park in my garage yet. Oh. It's a sad life.
1: Well, you know, it takes time.
0: Do you live in a house or apartment?
1: I live in a, a townhouse.
0: Do you have a garage?
1: I do, that I can actually park in. You can? Do yeah. you?
0: I do. Isn't it the greatest it's beautiful. Especially when it's cold.
1: Oh gosh, yeah, cuz you, you are not scraping windshield. your windows off.
0: That's it. It's worth the electricity that I have to open the garage door
1: mm-hmm. to not
0: scrape my car.
1: Oh my goodness, yeah.
0: And I'm so passionate about the recycling
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to pick and choose our battles, I suppose, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll use the electricity because it's convenient, but by Jove, if you don't recycle, <laughs> you hate America.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think we all have our our battles that we pick.
0: Okay. What do you think your biggest downfall is in life? Ooh. Your personality thing. Like, name something within your personality that's like, man, I really got to work on that.
1: I'm a people pleaser.
0: Oh, not a not a self pleaser. Mm-hmm. So you got to take time for some self-care.
1: I've got to remember that I don't always have to say yes.
0: Oh, that is so hard for me. hmm Will you DJ my wedding? Yes.
1: Why did I say that? Oh
0: well, but I mean, it's a paying job, so duh. Yeah. But it, it's a it, it it's hard to say no. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think I'm a people pleaser past that, though. Like personally, I gotta take I take care of myself like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I turn off my phone. It wasn't like anyone was bothering me, but no. I just had to shut off for a second. It was like a douching, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, electronics, done. Turn it all off, put yep. the laptop away, and just watch stupid television. Mm-hmm. Brainless, like BattleBots or some shit. You know? Yeah,
1: veg out, let everything else go. because. I- Well, especially with your own business. Yeah. And social media and whatever else. Yeah. You can be inundated with emails and yeah, that's also an important thing.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) I grew this beard
1: for Yes! I got (laughs) a snort. I got a snort.
0: I got I gotta take a picture of the post snort face. (laughs) Why is I'm okay, just open the camera phone. (laughs) oh my gosh you got to get in there yay okay that was a good picture that's oh, going on it. exactly on my social medias beautiful mostly in instagram ow there's that hip thing old oh. old
1: they they say uh. it's coming i i think i feel like i'm right on the cusp of like just waking up one morning and going oh my goodness i'm old
0: Somebody told me, um, he's. I think he's 56 or 57, so he's about, he's about 10 years older. He's like, oh, man, 50. It just, everything changes. Aww. But he also drinks a boatload of beer. I don't drink any alcohol. Oh,
1: so my goodness.
0: I think the worst thing that I do to my body is coffee and shitty food. Just shit. Sometimes just making really bad choices with oh. food. Like Taco Bell at 1 o'clock this morning.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a life choice.
0: It's <laughs> a life choice. <laughs> I need a life coach for that. But anyhow, um, okay, so people-pleasing. Um, I think stillness is an issue for me. Oh. Yep. I have never been good at sitting down. I got better over the last couple of years at being able to shut off and look at the ocean. Hmm. But in the past, I'd be like moving, constantly moving, constantly taking in, you know, just sensory. Now I've gotten better at just sitting down. But I work, like right now I've worked so much that I haven't had that moment where I just, Friday was a close moment of just sitting down, but I Mm -hmm. was going to bed. So I don't really count that.
1: Yeah, you're... You're winding down for a purpose instead of simply choosing to be still. No
0: pictures, no checking in on social media. Just sit and stare at the water or get in it and maybe run the risk of drowning because it's so exciting. (laughs) I'm kidding. That would be the worst death. Oh, that leads to this. What do you define as the worst way to die?
1: Oh, gosh. Fire or drowning? I'm terrified of drowning. So you know how the media has this, I don't know, some kind of fetish with movies where people are stranded out in the middle of the ocean yeah. or stuck in huge storms mm-hmm. and like everybody else dies except for the two main characters. Yes. Like that is my worst nightmare. Okay. I, I would be terrified to just wake up one morning and be trapped out in the middle of the ocean and have no idea which direction is land.
0: Oh. Any direction, but it could be a shorter one if you make a choice, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, I don't, no, I'm not good with that. Mm-mm. I'm Look, let me just be frank. Wild water is a definite fear of mine. Oh. Wild water rivers scare the shit out of me. So
1: rafting is a no-go for you. I've
0: done it. Good for I you. I hated it. Oh, no. <laughs> I had joy. There was joy in it. There was some joy, but I think that because... I might like to control things too much, mm. right? Not people, just my situation.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, driving, I'm I'm driving.
1: Okay, yeah. you don't like to be the passenger. Uh
0: huh. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. You like to be the passenger. Yeah, we're me going just on a road alone. trip. We're gonna go on a. Yes. road We're gonna go to. We're gonna go to Fort Rock. You and I. Beautiful. Have you ever been to Fort Rock? No. It's in the Oregon Outback. It's beautiful. It's no trees though. It's in the desert. Okay. And it's a big rock formation, kind of like a fort. It's in it's about two and a half miles northeast of us.
1: Oh my goodness. Sort of
0: before you it's it's absolutely on the way to bend.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: it's like outside of La Pine Christmas Valley. Yeah. It's you take um I forget the road, but I've been on it and been this close. A couple years ago, I DJed a, a relay race that ran from 9 p.m. until 5 a.m. Just my part. It was a 24-hour relay race. Oh,
1: wow. But
0: I DJed that, and it was like minutes from Fort Rock, and I didn't realize it. Oh, no. When I'm at work sometimes, and hopefully my boss isn't listening, I'll get bored of whatever I'm doing, and I get on Google Maps, and I just <laughs> search things. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, let's see what this looks like. Zoom, street view. (laughs)
1: Ooh.
0: Yep. But, okay, so you're a people pleaser. I have to kind of, oh, I have to wrap it up.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah,
0: I've got to go. I have a haircut appointment at 1130.
1: We're having too much fun here. This
0: This is a good podcast.
1: I've been enjoying it. Thank you. I'm so
0: glad you came. My pleasure. It's the second time you met me and I met you, and here we are.
1: Sitting in the studio.
0: This is the Lazy H studio. I love it. The lazy H in um, coffee and bullshit, and I've I'm over caffeinated now. <laughs> Maybe we should have done this at like one. You know, I'm like bounce off the walls.
1: So then give you a little time to like just mellow it all out, or no, I'm or to just like buzz it up. Even I want to go up
0: a notch and oh. then do a podcast.
1: Oh, okay, I gotcha.
0: <laughs> I might have smoked a little weed before you got here. It's <laughs> <That's> bad. <laughs> so But anyway, thank you so much for popping in.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You got it.